previously on the Tarquin Britstone Show. What? What do you mean we're not calling it that? Contractually obliged? Alright, alright, calm down. <clears throat> Friend and Foe Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now, I know you want to hear what happens to us Vault Hunters next, so do we, but this is a flashback episode. So, previously on Friend and Foe Adventure Co. I was part of the team of Vault Hunters that liberated the Wizard's Wand, a mythical weapon of mass destruction. After that, we kind of made a bit of a name for ourselves, going on adventures, we were really successful. After a particularly epic night of celebrating, maybe there was a fight? Can't really remember. I woke up with a huge hangover and nothing else. The Wizard's Wand was gone. I mean, my friends were gone too, but the Wizard's Wand was gone. I ended up making my way to a questionable settlement called Shartleby. One star would not recommend, where I fell foul of a nefarious doctor who cut my arm off. I don't really remember why. To be honest, it's all a little bit of a blur. I think I was in shock. Well, you would be, wouldn't you? Anyway, I was left roaming through the desert with nothing but a makeshift crappy robot arm jammed into my shoulder, hoping I could find somewhere where I could get an upgrade. And that's where you join me now. How long after do you want to go? Do you want to just pick up right where you left off? Do you want to have left Shartleby and... I think I think I will have left Shartleby, but in search of a better robotic arm. Because if the jackpot one I've got so far doesn't work, that's going to be a hindrance. So I need to sort of fix that as soon as possible. Yeah, you've got one functioning arm. So are you still... Do you think you have still uh, not had, like, gotten a proper arm yet? Yeah, I reckon I've still got the shitty jackpot arm. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's good it's, podcasting. It's fine because like I can just swing it like a dead weight. <laughs> but you know, I'd prefer to have two useful arms. Yes, yeah. Which arm was it again? What's your So your right arm? Hang on. In the picture, yeah, it's my right arm. Uh is that your shooting arm too? I don't think we've ever discussed it, but I would, I mean, like, I'm right-handed, so yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you'll probably be shooting left-handed here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so you have traveled to a town, a uh, medium-sized town, probably. I think that Shardleby was just outside of Pandora. Like, it was where you killed those pesky bandits... That was like on the borders of of Pandora and Alaspis. Okay. Uh, and so when you tracked that surviving bandit, oh, damn him, you ended up in Shartleby, which was like the first town in Alaspis. And of Ooh, course, town. Crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first crap hole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would probably rather just dig a ditch and crap in a hole than go to Shartleby, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So now you're a little bit further into Alaspis, and there's a medium-sized town. Let's name it. We've got. We always got a name, right? Let's call it. I'm looking looking at the walls for inspiration. <laughs> oh my god! Total brain brain freeze. Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's what it's called. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to approach the first the first townsperson and be like, "Oi, where am I?" and he's going to say, "I don't fucking know." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Whoa, okay. Sorry I asked. 
<laughs> well, okay, you're there. Uh, <laughs> Itifk. People call it Itifk for short. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I also give that option for Roman because Roman doesn't swear. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no worry about it. I don't swear, but I'm not going to stop you from swearing. <laughs> <laughs> he is, though. He's already set out, sent out assassins to get you. It's understandable. Why would I hire an assassin? I am an assassin. Ooh, true. <laughs> Hang on, technically at this point, so am I, aren't I? <laughs> yes, yeah, technically you are. <laughs> Half of an assassin, considering my arm. Yeah. <laughs> and you lost your sword. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still got both my eyes, though, at this point, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, you do. So then you've I'm got more to lose. The wing. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you're in Itifk, and and you're looking around for... Are, are you looking for somebody who can make you an arm, or...? First off, I'm going to look for the pub, because that'll be the, the best place to find, you know, talk to the bar staff, meet some friendly locals. But, yes, generally, I want to find someone who can do a better fix-up job on my arm than the Shartleby Doctor slash Junkyard. All right, you are at the bar, and Tarquin, you're drinking at the bar, and yeah, it's like it's a medium-sized town. It's it's a fairly well-populated bar. There is a table of drunkards behind you, uh, sitting at a table. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Since I said <laughs> a table of them. Uh, <laughs> that's how they come in, though, right? Like it's a mystery of ravens, a table of drunkards. Yep. <laughs> one of those annoying people that's just way too loud, doesn't know how loud they're talking, goes up to the bar and bumps into you, spills the drink you're drinking, uh, and raises his arm and, and like his armpits right in your your face. And he's like, "Boy, bartender, bartender, give me, give me, give me four more, four more whiskeys." Uh, excuse me, mate. Do you want to get your pits out of my face? What'd you say to me? I said, excuse me, mate. Do you want to get your pits out of my face? He puts his pits even closer into your face. Um, I'm going to bite him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's going to be gross, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do an interact check for that. Uh, okay. Oh, I get a plus three, so... Uh, oh, that's a 20. 17 plus 3. Yeah, you bite him good. Roll a d6 just for some damage. 6. Wow, okay. I'm, I'm, is... I'm ripping out a chunk of pit hair. I'm like... Oh, you're biting him in the armpit? Well, that's where, that's where my face is, right? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. You bite his pit. He freaks out. Oh, oh no, no. And just like punching your face. Uh, a good chunk of like skin comes out and hair and mm -hmm. he falls backwards along the, the bar and he stumbles into a woman at the end of the bar uh, and spills her drink. Sorry, love. Uh, and this is Roman's character. Roman, what do you do? You've just been bumped into. Well, that was my drink. I think it's time to just stab him in the back. <laughs> oh, I like this lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, roll a melee. So you're going to roll your accuracy. 
as as a fight's breaking out, can we have the the person at the piano start playing fight ding 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 ding, ding, ding the fight music? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. The the woman at the player piano is just like it's not even. She doesn't actually even play the piano, so she just like scrolls through the the sh- music sheets and then puts up just like, up yeah, like a fighter music <laughs> electronic jukebox, and you're like normal fight <laughs> yeah, and triggers that and then she pretends to like play the piano for this fight music <laughs> okay accuracy is a dirty 20 and i did 15 points of damage why don't you describe what happens he he does die so you can full-on kill him however you want oi love that was my drink here's something for you to taste and i'll just grab him by the back of the head lean his head backwards and shove my sword down his throat Oh, hardcore! Wow! The two other drunkards at the table see their friend just get this sword. You know, he's not a professional sword swallower. Sword swallower? That's hard to say for some reason. And, And they stand up, they grab out their pistols and say, What? No! Jerry! Uh, and and they start shooting, but their first shots just hit Jerry. They're drunk. They're really drunk. They don't even, you know, they know Jerry's dead. I guess so. They're shooting at you though. Okay. Let's roll for initiative. Ooh, four. Uh, fourteen. Okay, so it will go Rosie, drunkards, uh, Tarkman. So Rosie, you get your turn. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and cloak invisible and move up behind them. Jerry's body drops as a hologram of yourself goes uh, right where you were standing and you move around and move behind them. They shoot at your hologram that is there. The bullets go through. They are unfazed. They're so drunk that they're kind of scared. They're like, what? What What are you? And, and then it's Tarquin's turn. They're freaking out as they're trying to kill Rosie, a hologram of Rosie. So hang on. Let's... So I'm at one end of the bar. Rosie's yeah. at the other. Where are they between us? They're more. They're closer to you. But uh, they're so, facing her, right? But they're facing her. Yeah, like you know, at this point, all you did was push him. You know, they're probably bothered with you, but they're entirely okay. focused on the woman at the end of the bar. Uh, I'm gonna swing my bar stool into the back of the nearest one. You know, that's essentially a melee attack, but I'm going to give you, like, some bonus damage. You'll do plus two damage for whatever you do. So just roll uh, accuracy and then damage. I got an accuracy of two, but I'm dealing nine damage. Yeah, you can describe it if you'd like. Uh, Okay, well, I heft the bar stool and I literally just swing it into the base of his spine. Crack. Yeah, this drunkard stumbles forward. The splintered bar stool goes flying um, and it gets the attention of the guy next to him. And he looks at you kind of confused and at Rosie. I'm going to flash him a grin because I've still got chunks of his of Jerry's pit in my mouth. So I'm going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> they are terrified. <laughs> um, yeah, and now it is back to the woman at the end. Of, well, the cloaked woman at this point this point you know what i'm gonna let him live but he's definitely losing his gun arm so i'm gonna (laughs) swing my sword at his gun arm and try to just take it off okay can you aim for his right arm and then maybe i can have that instead but he's right-handed so yeah he's it worked out 
My accuracy is five, and I will do uh, 12 points of damage. Oh, wait. Because I'm still cloaked, it counts as a crit. Oh, so instead of rolling 2d6, you will roll um, 2d12. 23 points of damage. (laughs) (laughs) But you're not trying to kill him, right? No, just take off his arm. So you swing your sword. Right as you're swinging it, you become visible again. You deal critical damage. Sever his arm perfectly. That thing comes off. He looks behind him at you, grabs his arm, and just passes out from the the pain and blood loss and shock. Uh, So he's passed out, bleeding out on the floor. He'll probably die. (laughs) That's their own fault. The drunkard that's on the floor, he rolls over. He's on his butt and, like, leaning back on his hands. He sees you, Tarquin, standing over, smiling with the bloody pit of Jerry. This woman just shoved a sword down Jerry's throat and then cut off his other friend's uh, arm. He stumbles backward. He says, I I just want to go home. I just want to go home. He pees his pants. Uh, he's, He's surrendering. Okay, I'm going to extend my good arm, and I'm going to help him up. He grabs your your arm hesitantly. Cool. Um, and I'm going to, like, hoist him up, but then swing him round into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Can I, can I do... Hang on. Let me do a... I want to say insight. Maybe. I want to spot the best... Like, is there a glass framed picture or some deer antlers or something that I can swing him into I mean there is behind the bar a lot of bottles of alcohols yes I'm going to swing him into those then (laughs) okay go ahead and do the strength interact check Um, but because you only have one functioning arm and it's you know your non-dominant arm I'm going to say you don't get any bonuses and you get minus two rude yeah. Because it's a strength interact, what am I adding? Uh, just interact. Just interact, okay. So Strength interact is only relevant for good boy. 18. Oh, wow, okay. You still, that's mighty impressive. With that one arm, you, like, swing him around like you're holding Bowser's tail in Mario, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you do the whole full circle thing, release him. He crashes into the, the shelves of bottle. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. No, there are 99 bottles of beer in the back of Ben here. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> so, hang on, right, so he's lying. Lots of spirits will have spilled on him, yeah? Yeah, it hurts a lot because it's like open wounds now and alcohol running over him. And spirits are flammable. Set him on fire. I'm going to set him on fire. <laughs> okay. I, I guess you would have like matches or something, right? Yeah. Describe You describe how you light him on fire. What item would you have? <laughs> I'm going to use two of the fingers on my metal arm to just make a spark. But it doesn't work, so I have to use my other hand. To spark the fingers. Yeah, you do that. The oh no no, we got it. You have to roll an interact for that too. <laughs> normal interact. You can have your normal bonuses. Uh, ten. Okay, it takes you a couple tries. He's not really getting up. That hurt him well enough that he's he's you know groaning on the floor. The bartender's heading over to you. This is a a fine establishment. We don't fight here. Get out of here. Get out of here. And as you're doing that, you spark it. 
and the spark gets uh, gets that guy on the ground and he lights on fire, starts rolling around in between there. The whole side of the wall lights on fire uh, as the alcohol runs up that wall from where it spilled uh, and the place is on fire pretty darn quick. The bartender jumps over the bar trying to look around for some water or something to put out the fire. There's a lot of chaos going on. Probably slip outside while everyone's looking at the fire. Another successful pub brawl. (laughs) (laughs) You and this woman look at each other and and acknowledge like, oh, this is probably the best time to slip out without paying for our drinks. And you both leave together, sneak out the side. You you go down, uh, you know, like a little bit down the street and tuck into an alley. uh, And now the two of you are just there together. Hey, I'm Tarquin. Thanks for helping. Name's Rosie. Sometimes you just need to teach those guys a lesson. Are you are you from here? Oh no. Nowhere near here. Oh. I need I'm looking for a place to fix my duff robot arm. Do you know anywhere? No. Nothing I can think of. Ah oh, shucks. <laughs> well what brings you to uh IDFK? Just felt like getting lost. No? <laughs> just had to get out. Oh, and what bring oh, well, I guess your arm brings you here, huh? Yeah, I've had. A, have you ever been to Shartleby? I had a pretty rough time there. Uh, can't say that I have. Well, good. Avoid it. Rough town. Yeah, some doctor drugged me and cut my arm off. Sounds lovely. <laughs> I had there soon then. I had to give it a one star on TripAdvisor just because of that. <laughs> Sounds like this doctor and Rosie have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> They like cutting arms off and getting one-star reviews. <laughs> I'm bored. You seem like fun. Let's go. <laughs> well, where do you want? What do? You, what are you doing? What like what? What is your purpose in life? <laughs> I simply wish to live paycheck to paycheck, and maybe find the greatest ramen in the world. So, how do you make your paychecks? How do you make your money? What's your oh, job? Um, what are you? <laughs> Well, I professional jerk is what I've been called before, but you know you can just call me an assassin. Ah, I too am slash was an assassin. Although I've lost all my weapons and one of my arms, I'm down on my luck a little bit. But I still, uh, I'm still a dead eye. I've got some badass searching skills. What if we team up for a couple of hits and uh, build up some money? Sounds like a plan. But before we start, have you ever heard of the wizard's wand? Isn't that a fairy's tale? Whoa, have I got a story for you. Strike pose. (laughs) Launch into monologue. (laughs) I'm not actually going to say Five hours later. (laughs) (laughs) I I take it this is what you're hunting? Yeah, so I used to we me and my old uh, group of vault hunters went on a huge epic quest to find this mythical weapon. We finally found it, but that's where things get a bit hazy. I sort of got a bit drunk and woke up and it was gone, they were gone, everything was gone. So, after I've uh, fixed my arm, I'm going to get back to trying to track them down and get my wizard's wand back because it well I don't really I can't remember. It was a while ago. Fire's gold, runs on gold. Makes gold. Something to do with gold. I like gold. Gold is good. 
But, I mean, if you help me, if you can help me get it back, then you can have as much gold as you like, unless it eats gold, in which case we'll lose lots of gold. But anyway, I promise you can have a share of whatever. Okay. Well, it sounds like a plan. So what do you guys want to do? Do you Are you trying to track down the wizard's wand, or do you want to do a couple hits? Are you going to do like a hit together? I think, well, in my head, do some hits to build up some cash, and then... I can use my share of the cash to fix my arm, and then I'll be in a better sort of position to go back to wand hunting. All right, you guys head to the local vault hunters establishment, you know, uh, where they would give out jobs. Well, actually, why don't we just go right in? So you guys enter this establishment. There's a woman at the the counter and says, what brings you in? Uh, We're we're a couple of assassins wondering if you've got any uh, hits that need doing. Oh, we don't do that kind of work here. Um, okay. She what work smiles. do you do? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> 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 what would it get to change your mind, madame? She looks around. You're not with, like, uh, you know, you, this would be entrapment, right? What, that movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones and all those laser beams? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Then, yeah, I've got some jobs. Okay. She pulls out some pieces of paper uh, with people's faces drawn on them. There is a, a chubby-looking man uh, with an eye patch. There is a woman with a like a Peter Pan style hat. <laughs> like I don't know what kind of hat you call that. <laughs> Oh, no, don't tell me you have one. Oh, you have one, huh? I do have one. <laughs> um, no, I don't know what it's called, though. The pan hat. The, oh, it's the right at the bottom. Of, it's at the bottom of the hat pile. I can't. I okay, can't. fair enough. <laughs> uh, and then there is a little goblin with a scar across his eye. Um, and she says, these are the three hits I've got. Do you have a preference, Rosie? So wait, you're wearing one of those... Uh, Tylorian rat hat, right? The, Is that what it's called? The, the Peter Tylorian hat? T y r o l e a n. Did you look that up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got sound smart. Okay. Good. Good. Um, no, that's good. Is your character wearing one of those? No. <laughs> that's the characters on the sh- on the maps or like on the sheets like they're hits right? yeah so i just i was a little confused as to why you were saying he has one phil is saying that he has an actual hat <laughs> like in his okay. physical real world possession well anyways let's go after that person what has she done to deserve this hit actually no it's probably best not to know the backstory we don't want to humanize her let's get her we'll just get her <laughs> Oh, yeah, my thought process is simple. I want to steal that hat. <laughs> Perfect. The rest is just icing on the cake. Uh, exactly. Eight hundred gold total. So that would split into four hundred gold for each of you. Is the job? Thanks, thanks, Captain Maths. Captain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> on the piece of paper, you open it up. You look at it. You read. It, it does have like some little personal details. But just skimming it, you're not, you know, like you, you see what she, why you're hitting her, but you don't read it. You skip down to like, where can I find her? She would be at a, uh, I'm trying to think of jobs. <laughs> why am I? She is a waitress. 
waitress. Yeah. <laughs> she is a waitress uh, at the, oh, I need a restaurant name. Roman, give me a restaurant name. Broken Boar's Back. Okay, the Broken Boar's Back. Yeah. She's a waitress at the Broken Boar's Back, um, which is like a an okay. It's, you know, it's like a family diner. Okay, and uh, and you see that it has like her schedule on there. So right now she is working for another like four hours. Let's go there. I'm quite hungry anyway, so we can go get some uh, some food and scope out the joint. Sounds good. All right, you two head to the Broken Boar's back. You come in and they there's a a guy in a pirate hat and uh, like a fake hook hand. Yarg, welcome to the Broken Boar's Back. How many shall we seating with you today? At the hoy there, matey. Table for two, please. He grabs a menu, leads you to a table. You sit down and he gives you the, the little plastic. No, they're not even plastic. They're just pieces of paper, paper menus. They've got like stains on them because kids are terrible eaters and leave stains on them. They just don't give a shit. Uh, what's, what would you recommend? My good sir. Arr, I, I always recommend ye take the skag fillets. They're always so good. I'll have a plate of that then, please. I'm not your waitress. Well, where's the wait? What, what are you even doing then? Fuck off and get the waitress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the hostess. Have you never been to a restaurant before? Look at me. Do I look like I've been to a restaurant recently? <laughs> I've still got armpit hair in my teeth. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything <laughs> Yeah, he walks away What would be like a pirate themed wait, wait staff called? Wench Wench, yes, wench <laughs> Okay, yeah, he comes up and he So this guy with a fake peg leg comes up to you and says Hi, I'm Tony, I'm your wench today uh, Can I start you off with any drinks? Um, it's been a while since I've had a beer Can I have a beer? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, as you're ordering, too, you see the female waitress. Did I name her? Don't think so. I no. don't think so either. Well, you didn't even look at the name on it, so you don't know her name. But you recognize the woman from the paper uh, serving another table uh, a few tables down from you. But Tony looks at Rosie and is like, and for you, madam? Oh, I'll just have a mead. Okay. And he he limps off. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in for a quiet little confab. Um, how does assassining work around these parts? Like, if we just kill her in the middle of the restaurant in front of everyone, that's bad, right? Let me think. It would make the job quicker, for sure. But the lady at the Vault Hunter's place sort of made out that killing people frowned upon. Although I know we did just kill three guys in that bar, that bar down the road. I uh, don't know. We only killed two. If he was too drunk to get out of the uh, bar when it got fire, that's his own fault. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, you literally caught him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about the armless dude. He was still alive, right? He was just bleeding oh, out into the floor. Right, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Okay, I'm going to just signal Tony. You, who, you who, garçon? Wench. <laughs> <laughs> he looks annoyed and like turns over begrudgingly and and limps back over to you. Yes. Um just asking. You may have heard about some disturbance at the bar down the road. 
if something similar like that were to happen here, what what would the reaction be, do you think? Uh, it's been soon enough and they're like on the other side of the town. They don't exact, they don't know that word hasn't traveled quite that fast yet. Uh, so he's like, what, what happened at the other side of town or what bar? What are you talking about? The bar down the road. Someone got in a drunken fight. There may have been some injuries, bit of fire, maybe a death or two, maybe three by now. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. I just heard on the street, some urchins in the street were talking about it. And I fear for my personal safety, and I just want to know that if anything like that happens, what safety precautions, evacuation procedure, are you armed? Reassure me, please. All of our weapons here are are fake, but, you know, it's a pretty nice town. That's weird that that happened. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, who would have thought? Must have been some out-of-town yokels causing trouble, I you know? Probably. Not, Not us, though. So none of the waiting staff are armed at all, is what you're saying. Uh, roll a talk check. Oh, suddenly Tony gets suspicious. <laughs> um, oh, that is a four. Okay. In the middle of talking, I start to choke on a bit of Jerry's armpit, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like a furball. I just cough up a furball onto the table with a wet splat. Uh Sorry. He looks at it and he recognizes that's some flesh or something. He's uncomfortable. He says, uh, we've, no, no, we've got, there's guards, guards in the back with guns. We've got guard guns. Okay. Um, don't, don't be put off by that. That like happens all the time. It's a medical condition I've got. Sorry. It's kind of gross, but I don't like to talk about it because it's really embarrassing. So don't ever bring it up again. He like, backs away and then he goes up to the host at the front the guy that led you to the table and he talks to him and kind of is looking at you guys and then they both kind of walk around uh to the out of sight like into the kitchen area i'm not gonna lie rosie i think i might have messed things up there you came on very strong it was not my intention (laughs) you said you're a professional assassin um it used to be not doing so well at the minute. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, it might be time for a career change. Have you ever thought about Hooker? You got the mouth for it. <laughs> uh, I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> if this hit goes south, then uh, that's what I'll that's what I'll try. The woman that you're supposed to hit comes out of the kitchen area uh, and approaches the table and says, oh, "I'm Ven. I'm so good at making up names." Hi, I'm Ven. Uh, Tony, your other waiter, or your other wench had to go and leave, she says unconvincingly. Um, so so I'll be your new wench. She's carrying a mead and a beer, and she puts them down at your table. Are you guys ready to order? Brilliant. Yes, please. Ladies first. I'll go ahead and have the skeep meat. Oh, skeep meat. Oh, my goodness, Roman. What a <laughs> reference. Wow, I'm so disappointed in you right now. <laughs> that's from the new game. Um, so that's like actual bun- Borderlands stuff. Actual bunkers and badasses. Um, okay. She says, oh, mighty fine choice. And you, sir? Can I just have... Um, your captain over there, host man, door thing, uh, said the skag fillets were pretty good. So can I have the skag fillets, please? Good choice too, I guess. Rude. 
<laughs> she goes back to the kitchen and puts the piece of paper like in the little serving area, you know, like for the for the cooks to start cooking up. And then you see her go up and she starts talking to the host and she's like giggling and like flirting with him. I'm going to put my fork in my pocket. Okay. All right. <laughs> if nothing else, I'll have a nice souvenir. I just want to ask right now. Obviously, I have this giant sword, and obviously, I have a giant sniper rifle. Are they currently on my back? Yes. I mean, that's up to you. Would you sit down with them just on your back? Would you Would you stow them at the table? Yes. I would stow, stow them next to me. Because okay. it's going to be way too big to sit down with. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And, like, Alaspis, Pandora, Wonderlands, all of these places generally, like, Weapons are allowed in places, right? This is, it's kind of a rough, wild world. Um, There's only some certain types of establishments that would restrict your guns and weapons. And all you have for a weapon is a fork. Yeah, I kind of lost all my weapons on a previous, on a previous job. (laughs) Didn't I? The doctor took, the doctor took them off me, right? I don't think I got them back. Yeah, did you not get your sniper rifle back? I can't remember. Okay, well, (laughs) you don't have. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so all what, I've got is what kind of skills are you bringing to the table um, well I as you've heard I'm a master linguist <laughs> I don't know I've got no skills I'm down on my luck alright I've had a hard life <laughs> he just needs a win <laughs> yeah does your arm do anything um no <laughs> doesn't even really move unless I swing my shoulder like this. <laughs> yeah, but you see, if we score a win, then I will have the money to get a better arm that does stuff, and then I can get another sniper rifle because with I can't hold it with one arm, and it's just a long sequence of events needs to happen, and it starts with us killing this Peter Pan bitch. Oh, okay. She's not wearing that hat, by the way. She's wearing like a. She's just in like this old Victorian type dress. And we're sure it's her. Not some twin sister that works here while her sister is off gallivanting <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> I, I don't know how we would prove that. Yeah, me neither. I'm going to wait patiently for my food then. Okay. You see two plates come out. And they're just sitting there, and she's still kind of like talking to the host, twirling her hair. I'm gonna call to her. Excuse me, Van. I don't turns, have. A, I don't have a fork. Can you bring me a fork? Uh, she like brushes the arm of the host and and walks away from him, and then says, "Sure thing, sure thing, darling." All of a sudden, she does puts on a little bit of an accent there, and and then goes back into the kitchen, grabs out a fork. She sees your plate sitting on the the window as she grabs those and brings them out for you and says, is there anything else you guys need? Yes, actually, real quick. You've lived in this town for a while, yes? Yes, all my life. My associate here is a little shorthanded. Do you know anywhere where we might be able to get an upgraded hand? Actually, my husband... Uh, is a bit of a mechanic. Oh, your husband. Well, what time are you off? We would love an introduction. Uh, I'm off in about three and a half hours. 
Okay. Is it okay if we meet you here afterwards? You need to roll a talk check for that. <laughs> I roll an eight on my talk check. Well, I don't. I don't know. I can just give you the address. I can give you directions to him. What you mean? Your husband isn't that man you've been flirting with. I mean, <laughs> yes, thank you. That will do fine. <laughs> he looks at you and says, "Me, me and Stan? No, Stan. Everybody's got en names, I guess." Uh, <laughs> Sten, no, Sten just works here. He, that, that, nothing, that's not my husband, no. She's kind of like blushing, but also really, really uncomfortable that you brought that up. Sorry. Sometimes <laughs> I just say things. No judgment here. <laughs> I was only asking because I really like him, but I thought he was with you. Sten is great. Yeah, he's he's so nice. Um, yeah, he, he's a peach. Yeah, but not my husband. No, we're just friends. Okay, cool. We're work friends even. Like, she's being like overly... Uh, you know, explanative, explanationally, what explanatory, explanatory. Yeah, she's being overly explanatory about it. Like, <laughs> no, like giggling. Like, no, we're just, we're just friends, work friends, acquaintances, really acquaintances. Nothing, nothing's going on there. Okay, cool. Bye. I want to eat my dinner now. Okay, yeah, and she like awkwardly walks away. But I'm not going to eat my dinner. I'm going to put the second fork in my pocket. <laughs> and then after a few minutes i'm gonna call for tony tony uh tony's head pokes out of the the kitchen i i don't have a fork can i have a fork i haven't got I, I can't eat my thing i need a fork roll a talk check seven he pokes he tucks back in like pretending he didn't see you or any hear you or anything hoping that you didn't see him. Okay, well, I'm going to try the same thing on Sten, then. Sten, I need a fork. Okay, do a a talk check. That is a 17. Uh, He brings a fork to you straight from the, you know, they've got, like, the napkin-wrapped utensils. Um, So he brings you, and it's got, like, the napkin wrapped around a fork, a knife, and a spoon. Cool, okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. I'm going to put the fork in my pocket. So now I've got three. (laughs) <laughs> so proud of you and then I'm going to eat my fillet with the, with the spoon <laughs> perfect with the spoon and knife no just the spoon oh okay yeah great <laughs> <laughs> I'm also glad that you took the fork instead of the knife <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah you guys finish are you paying for your meal what are you doing yeah how much is pay it for the meal <clears throat> oh we she are comes. Yeah, we're going to pay for it have I got any money yeah, yeah, you've got money. You didn't lose it all. Okay. Actually, no, didn't you walk around naked? And let's say after, okay, I'm going to retroact here a bit. After you got an arm, you know, you were walking around the town naked, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, I think it was. After you attached your arm, you went back to the medic shop or the, you know, the doctor's office and grabbed your sniper rifle. You found your sniper rifle there and you put on your clothes and, and your gold and all that was around there. Okay. Not your sword. You still didn't have your sword. Okay, that's cool. It doesn't matter yeah. now because I've got three forks. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> three forks, one sword, three's better than one, dummy. Yeah, absolutely. And each fork has four tines, so that's basically 12 blades. Yeah, yeah. Um, she brings out a check and she says, well, here you go and it's 10, ten gold. Okay, I'll pay. Fine. <laughs> I know how that goes. My husband doesn't make a lot of money either. Yeah. 
What? Excuse me. He's not very handy. Sorry, uh, Ven. Just, what is it about me that makes you think I don't earn a lot of money? Just, just out of curiosity. Well, broken arm, you, you know, you, that doesn't work. Uh, you look kind of dirty. You look- Whoa. <laughs> You've got blood in your teeth. Like maybe your dental hygiene is. She realizes that she's saying all of this out loud to you and says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, please don't let this affect the tip. Yeah. Okay. Well, you heard her. Tip her. I, I'll tip her. Hang on. It was 10, 10%, one gold. Great. You know, she's happy enough with it. She's like, whatever. Okay. Like, I'm just glad you're not complaining to my boss. Uh, I'll take Okay, bye. Uh, yeah, then she leaves. I'm going to get out my Echo Stone, and I'm going to log on to TripAdvisor, and I'm going to give her one star. And the comment is going to be, the waitress was fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> it send. <laughs> I will also get on TripAdvisor, give it five stars, and say, the waitress knows her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as you read the paper, it says assassinate her on TripAdvisor. Assassinate her good review. No, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> wow, you did it. You get 800 gold for killing her five-star review. Her five-star rating. Just real quick. We have the paper, right? Does it yes. say who hired her? Who hired, like, uh, who's hiring who you hired to do the us? job? Yeah. Is uh, it her husband? Ooh. I think that would be secret information. So I, I, you know, like you, you can't know for sure because they wouldn't post that on the thing. They don't want you tracking it back uh, or that information leaking. That's part of like the deal of going through these like vault hunter offices. Okay. The dark boards. Well, anyways, I want to call you Tony. I don't remember your name. Me, Tarquin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny's the wench. Uh, yeah, okay. Tarquin. You ready to go see this guy about your arm? Yes, this is the husband. Yes, yes. Let's, go, let's go see the husband. We're going to leave this for a second. By second, I mean like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> You've paid. You go. Uh, you know, Rosie kind of gave you... Or not Rosie. You're Rosie. Um, Ven gave you directions to get to her husband's place. And uh, yeah, you arrive. Knock, knock, knock. I don't even knock, I just say it. Into the speaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear a voice from inside. Answered. <laughs> We're here for a little hand. The door opens very quickly and he's holding a robotic hand. He said, I've got hands, I've got hands, yeah. <laughs> you need hands, I've got good hands. Well, actually, I don't even know. Where is it cut off at? Is it your hand? Your forearm? It's, it's your... the whole arm. It's the it, whole arm. Yeah. Okay. You know, like you did to uh, that dude, the nameless dude in the bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude deserved it. Absolutely. Luckily, you don't have any memory of it being cut off, but you just woke up with it gone. Yeah. He looks at your arm, holds out the hand, the robotic hand, and motions it towards your robotic arm like in a handshake he wants you to shake his hand okay well i'm gonna lift up the arm and shake it (laughs) (laughs) he looks excited and then he like tosses the hand back and he grabs your arm and he's looking at it he's like oh i've never seen anything like this before oh yeah uh he's very very excited about this arm fix it for me and maybe i'll touch you with it (laughs) 
Uh, you got a good mouth for it. Uh, <laughs> you need a good arm to go with that mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. See? See? Oh, no. Profession change. <laughs> he says, I don't need that. I don't need that. I just uh, I just love fixing things. It'll be... Uh, he he hooks up some wires to it. You're like you guys are still standing in the doorway. He's just so excited. Um, this is just something he's very passionate about. He's grabbed some like wires from his back and he's like hooking them up, and it goes into like a little bit of a stone glass weird looking thing. It's got like bottles on it, and as he like hooks those wires up, one of the bottles like starts to boil, and one of them glows very faintly and he says okay yeah yeah i see what the problem is uh you're not connected to your nerve system you didn't connect it to your nerve system who put this on you um i did it to myself in a junkyard moron moron you're a dummy you can't just put robot parts on you and have it work well real quick before you get started what is the cost of this going to be oh uh and he blanks three three thousand three thousand three thousand gold three thousand gold your wife sent us, and I'm going to check his facial expressions to see if he, like, hates the fact that she sent us, or any sort of discomfort towards his wife. Uh, roll insight. I was just looking at Riley and I'm like, what's he going to do? <laughs> Your wife sent us and promised some sort of discount. Oh, um, okay, roll insight and roll talk. We'll do both of those. Okay. Insight is a 12. Talk is a 9. Oh, she, Ven is always trying to get me to do pick up more jobs and just give in to the man. You know, it's she's such a she's such a wench over at that restaurant. She's great at it. Whatever. She's the breadwinner. She always rubs it in my face. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, 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 no discount. I mean, I think she was talking about a discount. I was... 1,000. 1,000 gold. I couldn't really understand her because she was too busy talking to um, Sten all the time. Weird. Uh, And he... Yeah, he visually gets really annoyed and mad at that Sten. That bastard. They're stupid. You know they're stupid. You know it. Stupid? Stupid? What's the word? I don't know. I don't care. Robots. I tell you what, mate. You don't seem to like this Sten very much. You fix my arm, and we'll kill him. Roll a talk check. That is a dirty 20. A half smile forms on his face uh, as you say that, and he like looks around. Uh, you're not like a, you're not like some sort of like law enforcement or something, right? No, don't worry. This is not entrapment. Oh, please, far from. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, because it's like. I wouldn't. I won't lie. I could only afford to. I. I mean nothing. Um. But yeah, yeah. I could trade. Yeah, that. That seems like a fair trade to me. Cool. Let's do it. I, I would shake on it, but I can't do that until you fix my arm. So. So clearly, out of character here. Yes. Thought process. Clearly, going off of his reaction, he is in fact the one that created the bounty. Therefore, you get your farm fixed. I'm going to go get us 800 gold. You're going to kill the woman, the wife. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And then we can, we, you can have all the, you can keep the 800 and I'll just get the arm. Fair? Oh, we also have to kill the guy, right? Yeah. Okay. I Got imagine, it. I imagine we'll catch them together, probably. Uh, I'll fix half your arm now and half when you're done. How's that work? Fix all of it now and I'll bring you his head later. I don't want his head. That's gross. You sicko, what? 
<sighs> you could put a candle in it. I'll make it so that it'll move, but you can't like, you, your fingers won't work exactly. It won't be perfect, but it'll be better than nothing. It'll be better than a hanging arm. Okay. Can you fix my fingers in this position, please? Oh, hell yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, since this is a podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah. he says, this arm isn't going to be compatible with your, your current arm uh, or your nerve system. This isn't designed for it, but I can get it so that it'll move for you. Um, but you're going to need a whole new arm in order to like fully function. So this thing will only be able to like move up and down. It's The elbow won't work. Uh, you could manually bend your elbow if you need to. Uh, but you'll at least be able to, like, raise and lower it. Can it hold a gun? Well, not if I'm going to put it in the, the sign of the devil <laughs> form. God, your your wife said you were the best. This is not the best. She's lying. She just wants... Uh, no, no, I mean, I am the best. I am the best. Oh, <laughs> he is very socially, like, you know, awkward. Well, do what you can. We shook on it. No, we didn't. We verbally shook on it. <laughs> he hooks up your arm to like the nerves a little bit. Um, and so now you've got functionality. It does hurt as it hooks up. And there's like constant tingling going on. Like as if there's a, you can feel like the shock going into like your shoulder socket. But 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 yeah, now you can move your arm in in normal ways, except that it doesn't bend at the elbow and the the hand, you know, you could bend the hands yourself, but he does put it in that form of like rock out. Excellent for you. Thanks. What's your name? It's, my friends call. I don't have friends. That's a lie. Uh, I'm just Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. It's a normal name. Yeah, I'm gonna call all my kids it. Great. That's a great honor. Thanks, man. What was your names? Actually, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm um. Bertie Wilkins. Are we friends now? Now that we know each other's names, is this how friends work? Yes. And if ever you need to report me for anything, that's the name you're going to use. Bertie Wilkins. Uh -huh. That's a badass name. Isn't it, though? Yes. Yes, it is. He ushers you guys out. Well, get to killing. Okay. Has three and a half hours passed yet? Yeah. You guys are... Are you scouting out the outside of the restaurant? Yes. You watch as... Sten is out there waiting. He's no longer in a pirate outfit. He's just in normal street clothes. And then a few minutes later, Ven comes out and she's wearing her hat. She's in her street clothes now, out of a dress, just in normal pants and a shirt. And she walks up and says, oh, hey. And they start walking together down the street, talking. She kind of like grabs onto his arm as they're walking. I'm going to follow at a safe distance with my sniper rifle. And then as soon as I notice they go in for a kiss, I'm going to go for a headshot on both of them at the same time. Cool. Angle-wise, you don't know if that'll perfectly sync up. Uh, Tarquin does have his sniper rifle too, so I don't know if you want to... You do? You said you had nothing. Yes, I was drunk. Apparently I do have my sniper rifle. I didn't notice the weight of it on my back. I thought it was one of my own legs. <laughs> okay. The magic of retroactive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you go for him, I got her. Okay. And we'll fire on the count of three. Okay. So you guys are, like, stationed just kind of in the street, uh, across from that, the broken boar's back, and they're walking down the opposite, you know, walking away from you. 
they get to a playhouse and he pulls out two tickets. Oh, that kind of playhouse, like a theatre. I thought you meant, you know, like on a kid's playground, just like one of those little, <laughs> like a Wendy house or whatever. Yeah, all of a sudden their kids come up, their <laughs> illegitimate kids that they've had. She has a whole secret family. <laughs> wow, this is going to take a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> no! Um, no, no, no. Uh, he pulls out two tickets and you see from your scopes her like, oh my gosh, if you, I don't know, maybe you can read lips and she's just like, gives him a big hug and then goes in for a kiss. Time okay. to fire. Let's fire now. So I'm going to cloak up and then fire. I rolled a 16 for accuracy and I deal 15 points of damage. I roll a 12 for, or 14 for my accuracy and a 15 for my damage. Tarquin's bullet goes right through the guy's head and he is down, down in one hit. Rosie, your shot is just a little bit off. It goes low and hits into her shoulder. It wounds her really, really bad. Like her arm, it, it won't function. Like it tore a good hole through it. Oh my God, snap. But she sees Sten go down. She looks around. She's clutching her arm. She's shaking. Um, some people, two guards from the theater walk up to her. What? And they, they look around. They see down the street, you two um, holding guns, you know, like in the readied position. One draws a gun and one draws an axe um, and start running towards you. And Ven starts like shuffling away uh, in the opposite direction. Are they still far enough away? We just shoot them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. Before we do that, let's try this real quick. I'm going to yell as loud as I can. Holy crap, did you see where those shots came from? Looking at you and like trying to look up at the rooftops and everything, make it seem like we weren't the ones, but we're responding to the shots of gunfire. Good plan. Roll a talk check. Nat 20. (laughs) They stop as they're running towards you and start looking at the rooftops too. We didn't see anything, they yell back to you. Just to add a bit of extra realism, I'm going to be like, Look up, I like, oh, movement. And I'm just going to fire off a shot at some random top of a building. <laughs> <laughs> they aim their gun at the roof that you just fired at. The one with the axe is freezing a little bit, but then like gets his bearings and starts running towards that building and like runs inside to try and like get on the roof. And then the other one's like, I'll go around back. You two, you two stay here and then keep out an eye out front. We'll protect that lady that's been hurt. She's shuffling off. So she... You know, she got hurt. She didn't care about who's shooting her. She's just trying to run away. Yeah. So clearly, uh, I'll call out, Ven, Ven, it's us. You remember from the pub earlier? We'll protect you. Roll. Yeah, roll talk check again. I'll let you roll this. 18 on my talk check. Okay, this is pretty hard because she's so injured that she like stops and she's looking and she just looks really confused. And then she just like, Drops to her knees and says, like, I need a doctor. Okay, I'll go pick her up. Wait, you're stronger, aren't you? Oh, you have a bad arm. Crap. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't doesn't matter if you pick her up badly. I mean, we are trying to kill her. (laughs) Yeah, so I'll pick her up. 
Where's the nearest doctor? What, are we actually going to take her there? No. I never <laughs> said that. <laughs> she points back towards the way you came, like, towards the western part of town, which is where, like, Tarquin would have come in from. Okay. So I'll start running that way, make sure we're a good distance away from the guards, duck into an alley, and then stab her in the throat. Wow. Okay. All right. (laughs) As you get closer to the other end, you guys are approaching the, the little bar, the saloon that was on fire and the fire is out. uh, But the bartender is outside and he sees the two of you running with this injured woman. And he says, that's them. That's them. Uh, And he pulls out a shotgun and starts running towards you guys. Brilliant. Okay, I'm going to wait for him to start aiming at us, and then I'm going to throw her in front of the shots. Yes! Okay, he gets close enough to you, he's aiming at you, and he shoots at Tarquin. I will still throw her in front of the shot. (laughs) Okay. Um, Roll an interact check. Okay, that's a 13 on my interact. You throw Ven, and she, like... Take some of the buck shots, but not all of them. Gosh, how much health does this lady have? Oh my gosh. Actually, I'm going to combine this. He rolled a nat one. (laughs) So you throw Ven into the air towards, you know, in front of Tarquin. He tries to shoot, but his gun is jammed. And he's looking at it, trying to figure out what's wrong with it. Uh, And then Ven lands on the ground uh, and looks at you and is... It's just even more injured. She lands and rolls onto her arm and her flesh tears off a little bit more. Uh, like her arm is just hanging by some strands of flesh at this point. And she's like holding her own arm, trying to keep herself together. You know how my hand is fixed in the horns of rock? Yes. Can I just kneel down and stick them in her eyes? <laughs> oh, this is a rough episode. <laughs> you guys are hardcore. Bunch of, yeah. <laughs> yes, you can't do it. Do a melee. Let's just do a melee attack. It's not my fault she's not dying properly. <laughs> if she just died quicker, we wouldn't have to do this. I got an accuracy of 17 and I deal seven points of damage. Okay, yeah. <laughs> You do that, um, and it's a little more forceful than you even intentionally did, and so like it just smashes through her, and in an instant she's gone. Her, your fingers are like stuck in her skull for a second, uh, <laughs> so it's hard to pull it out. Can I then bowling ball her head at the dude with the shotgun if my fingers I mean, are stuck in? Yeah, her body's still attached to her head, but go for it. Well, see, she won't roll, but, you know. What's that? What's that? Interact? Uh, Yeah, interact. Oh, it's going to be messy. It's a 11. You, yeah, you go to bowl her, and it's stuck in there pretty good. So, like, when you hope it would release, it doesn't quite release. Instead, it releases when you're, like, higher up on your swing. And so her body like flies up into the air and it lands and it like topples him over and do, let's just do four, a D4. <laughs> it's because she flies because she's wearing the Peter Pan hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, two. Okay, so he takes two points of damage and says, wow, you two are some sort of sickos. I'll look at him and be like, do you want to rephrase that? Uh, you two are some sort of sick psychos? Brilliant. I'll step up to him and take a swing at with my sword. Okay, first, let's roll initiative at this point. So before you do that, 
My initiative is six. 19. Okay, Tarquin's first then. I'm just going to step back and I'll be like, look, mate, you saw what she did when someone spilled her drink. Now you're insulting her. You deserve everything you get. And I'm just going to... Well, I can't fold my arm. I can fold my arm. I'm going to fold my arm and just watch. I'm going to watch Rosie take this dude out. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it is Rosie's turn. He doesn't have a very high badass rank. He's a bartender. Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. My accuracy is a 15, and I will be doing 12 points of damage. Okay, yeah, you slash into the bartender. It hurts him pretty good, bleeding, um, but he's still standing, and he is going to shoot back at you, dealing eight points of damage. Uh, Now it's back to Tarquin. So he's pretty injured. Yes. I've got three forks, so I'm going to take those out of my pocket, and I'm just going to... Think like Gambit. I'm just going to be like, pew, 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 and fling the forks at him. Okay. Just roll your accuracy. 22. Uh, All three of the forks hit, and roll 3d6. 1d6 per fork. Okay, six, then a four, then a three. This is going to kill him. Why don't you describe how how these thrown forks kill him? Okay, the first one hits him in the penis. Of course. Of course. That's he's pretty, you know, upset by that. Down on his knees. The second one hits him in the chest. Yeah. Um, And then the third one is going to hit him right in the eye. Bang. You guys are cold blooded killers. How many people have you killed in this town already? Two drunks, possibly more in the fire. You don't know. Uh, this bartender, Sten, and Ven. Five people so far. Can I pull the eye fork out um, and hope that it gets his eyeball as a souvenir? Of course you can. Interact check that. (laughs) Oh, that is a nat 20. Yep, comes out perfectly. (laughs) Excellent. I'm going to pop that in my pouch. Oh, your souvenir pouch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys want to act quickly or what you want to do now. You've just killed... Two more people. Well, those two guards, the theater guards, are still up on the other building, so we should probably... How do we prove that we've killed them? Do we need to go back to the vault place and show proof? Well, we only need to prove we killed her. But don't we need to prove to the husband that we killed uh, Sten as well? I guess. Because I feel like it would just kind of be a word of mouth type of thing with that, because he didn't want the head. I offered it. No, that's true. So maybe we split up. You go you go to the vault place with proof that she's dead, and I'll go back to husband, and he can fix the other half of my arm, right? Sounds good. Cool. Uh, you both do have echo stones, I think, it, uh, you know. Oh, do they take pictures? Ooh. No. Oh. They're more audio. Oh, okay. Audio and TripAdvisor. And TripAdvisor, of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, you're going to the Vault Hunter uh, station? Correct. Voltorium. Voltorium, as everything in this show is called. (laughs) (laughs) So I think you would have gotten there first. So you come in. Welcome to... Oh, it's you. Uh, Did you lose the other one? No, he has personal business to take care of. Oh, he's on the toilet. Got it. Sure. Um, I have finished what we set out to do. Okay, great. Uh, Let me just verify and... She pulls out the Echo Stone and 
like kind of taps away at it and it brings up like a flat line type thing over the picture. So it's, yeah, she, she's able to verify it right there. Well, great job. Um, yep. Here's your gold 800. These red jobs usually, uh, and then all of a sudden she gets something in her echo stone and you like hear it going and it's playing like in her head. So she's just like reacting and she's like, wait a minute. Oh my. Wow. You, you guys are hardcore, but uh, that's a, that's going to be a lot of heat. You need to get out of here. Just real quickly. I'm going to look at the other two. Were either of them the barkeep or Sten? What? No. No. Okay. Just needed to make sure. <laughs> we have lots of barkeeps here, but I don't have any hit active uh, red jobs on on any of those any on any of our bartenders. Okay, and not on Sten either. Who's Sten? No, neither, none of these are Sten. Okay, I don't know who a Sten is, and you never will. <laughs> <laughs> good try. Good. It was a good thought. Yeah, you always have to double check. Okay, are you you bouncing out then? Yeah, she warns you like you guys need to get out of town. It's too it's going to be really hot here for you. Okay. Peace. Okay, so now you are there at Jonathan's. I'm going to say into the speaker, knock knock knock. Answer. Um the job is complete. The crow's nest flies west. Yes. Yes, it does. He opens the door. Oh, it's you. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, come on in. Come on in. Uh how do I know you did it? Um Trust me, you'll know. Well, I mean, you wouldn't screw me over, right? We're friends. We know each yeah. other's names. Yeah, absolutely. Brent. You can, you can Brent? T- Brent. Bertie. You can trust your old friend Bertie Wilkins. Bertie. I remember your name. Yep, definitely remember it, because that's what friends do. Uh, okay, yeah, great. Before any of that, he like he's like barely even cares necessarily. Like, you know, he brings it up, but... It, but really, he's more excited about working on the arm. Uh, and he grabs some pieces of arm, uh, some metal bits. He tears off your arm, not carefully. It hurts like hell. Put a fork in my mouth to stop from screaming out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he keeps like, yeah, just constructing an arm. Um, and then he like drills into your arm. No no anesthesia, no painkillers or anything. Roll an interact check just to see if you can stay awake during all this. Yeah, well, I was asleep for the first time, so it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, that is a critical fail. Tears are sh- just, like, raining from your eyes as you pass out. You're a real baby about this. Probably probably going to piss myself as well, to be oh, fair. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have full-on wet yourself. But you wake up a little while later, and he's, like, the arm is on you. He's moving it around. Um and it's like hurting your, it's more discomfort in your shoulder. And he's like that. Oh, hey, you're awake. Um, I did the liberty of changing your pants and you're wearing different pants. Thanks. <laughs> um, when you say pants, do you mean American pants or British pants? American. Good. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's, describe what's your new, is your new arm the one? The arm? Let's go with yes. Okay, great. As he's kind of like tinkering with it, you see other things that he's working on. Um, There's like robots that are kind of mismatched together. There's other body parts or like weird looking like a 
attachments that they don't seem like natural things, but they, they're like would socket into different parts of, of things of bodies, perhaps. Hey, just before you finish, I noticed you've got a cool looking uh, lock pick finger attachment that I might need in the future. Do you reckon you could put that on? Oh, for my friend, Bretchen. Yeah. Bertrand. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks, babes. Your wife's a lucky woman. Oh, whoops. <laughs> he kind of giggles at that. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a knock at the door. An actual knock or someone saying An knock. actual knock. Ooh. He goes up and he answers it. And it is two people in long coats, dusters. Uh, and they say, hey, hey, Jonathan, we've got some bad news for you. Can we come in? Uh, and he says, yeah, come on in. And they come in and they see you and they say, hey. And they draw their gun. One draws the gun. One draw, pulls out his axe. You didn't stick around. You you were the one. You're the one that shot. Back away, Jonathan. This guy, this guy right here, he's dangerous. He killed Sten and uh, a bartender and um, Ven, your wife, your wife, Ven. Um, if I might interject, the dude that you were talking about obviously had a rusty old jackpot arm but look i have a shiny new silver arm so that that wasn't me (laughs) um this is gonna be a really really hard talk check (laughs) um 14 nice try buddy come on you're coming down to the sheriff torium with us um okay so you've got like your sniper still strapped to your back and all your belongings and whatnot um but yeah they come up and and they're coming to like arrest you. And Jonathan is just like, oh no. Ven, Ven is dead and Sten. And he looks at you like, wink. He does a little wink at you. Excellent. <laughs> this is terrible news. Yes, I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, yeah, the two guys like come and they grab you. Uh, they're going to put your hands behind your back and tie them and then walk you out. Yeah, cool. you're just going with them, okay? Yeah, going to go with them. As they're walking you back towards the sheriff-torium, uh, Rosie is walking down the street. How are you, are you like, what are you doing, Rosie? Are you getting out of town right away? Or what are you, what's your plan? Uh, I was going to go give the money to my partner, even though he said I could keep it all. But that's not respectful. He did work. He deserves pay. Yeah, but my, my arm is my reward. Awful kind of you, Rosie. You see down the street them walking towards you. Uh, this is like sundown. So yeah, you you see the two figures. You see Tarquin with his hands tied behind his back being escorted uh, through the streets. Well, it's good seeing you, Tarquin. I'm going to duck into an alley. <laughs> okay. Understandable. I would. I'm not even going to make you roll a sneak check because I think it's just like, yeah, you're just ducking down into an alley. Yeah. And they walk past you. They turn into a building. It's like just down from where you were. Uh, They go into this building and they escort Tarquin in. We'll go into... Well, are you doing anything from out there? This is obviously a good building, right? Like, well built? Yeah, yeah. It's the Sheriff-torium. It's got bars on the window. It's got a pretty secure door in the front, a hefty door. It's all like still kind of you know, wood, but like a hard wood and like a metal slot in the front that would open and close so that people can talk through it without opening it. Okay. And I will say you can, if you like, feel free to leave him 
as is, as an ass, like you can do the asshole thing and just leave if you want. Yes. However, Tarquin deserves better respect than that. Uh, therefore, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and set fire to the policeatorium. The sheriff-torium? That's the one. Come on, the sheriff-torium. It's a totally normal name for a sheriff station. Right, my bad. How did I not know that? <laughs> okay, roll a interact check. 16. Where are you setting it on fire from? Like, what do you describe how you set it on fire? It is like a standalone building that's got some small alleys that are probably like one square wide, which is five feet for you. That is going to be a good question. I'm going to obviously not do it at the front of the building. I want to do it at the back. That way everyone rushes out the front, including the prisoners that they take. So I'll find a secluded corner and set fire to it there. All right. You set fire to it. And then what are you doing after that? I am going to wait at the front until I see them bring Tarquin out. So at this point, we'll go inside. The two guards, you know, they were they were at the play, but they weren't really guards at the playhouse. They were they were sheriffs. They were lawmen for this town. Uh, they go escort you in. They open up a jail cell and they put you in the jail cell and lock it. Yeah, they did. How's he going to get out of this one, huh? And then a few moments later, one of them leaves and the other one starts doing paperwork. All of a sudden there's smoke uh, as one of the walls, like from the outside, the cell is getting hot. The whole room is getting hot. It's it's like a sizable room, um, but really it's just like one big room with with the jail cell, the desk, just a one room sheriff-torium. And it's starting to get smoky in there. guy looks up from his paperwork and he sees the smoke coming in and all of a sudden like the wall collapses and chunks of that wood come down and it's just burning Uh, the whole outside wall is on fire uh, like because the fire had started on the outside and was like burning its way in Um, so structurally it's weak the guy gets up and he says oh shit and he, he runs to the door he unlocks it and he looks back at Tarquin this is for killing Sten and Ven and Ben. And then he, he leaves and shuts the door behind him. What a piece of shit. Who leaves someone to burn inside a burning building? That's horrible. <laughs> We'd never do that. <laughs> um, okay, well, insight, please. If the fire is like burning through the wall, the wall is probably no longer structurally sound. So I'm going to see if I can spot a weak point. Okay, insight check it. 12. You can't tell. It... You're not sure where you could, like, hit without it collapsing onto you. Uh, okay. Then, I don't know, just curl up in the corner and start to cry. Yeah, as you get lower to the ground, the smoke gets a little bit, like, lighter, you know, as the smoke goes up. Uh, it's a little safer closer to the ground. Wait, wait, just to double check, outside character here, didn't you just get a lockpick finger? Oh, Yeah! <laughs> okay cool well back in cat and we're back in the room as i am crying into my hands like a big baby i suddenly remember that i just got a lockpick finger Whoa. so i'm gonna crawl over and try that then on the bars the door cell perfect yeah thanks. do a thanks roman <laughs> <laughs> Do a lockpick interact. So you get plus five. Uh, 16. Wait, no, hang on. 16, 17, 19. Yeah, you pop it open and uh, it, the bars are really hot. 
like there's even a little you're feeling a little sensation on that metal um that heat that your nerves are properly adjusting a little bit to it that's good but you manage to still like work through that heat and discomfort and and pop that lock and open that cell uh yeah so the door is now open okay well i'm gonna head outside okay you come out uh as you open the door uh across the like midway in the street the one guard that left you for dead is standing there uh cool i'm going to they didn't take my fork because they didn't see i've got one fork left remember uh that the eyeball was on Oh, yeah. So they didn't think that was a dangerous weapon. So I'm going to go over to the guard and I'm going to stick it under his jaw. Retroactively, by the way, your gun, your sniper, they would have taken off, right? Like, so your sniper was in there. Did you grab that before you left too? Retroactively, yes. Okay. (laughs) I should have set that all up. I didn't think it all the way through. So anyways, you've got that snipe. You've got the fork. You're going up and you're going to stab him in the bottom of the, yeah, the base of the skull. Um, yeah. roll that accuracy and, uh, melee with a plus two damage, whatever you roll because of the fork. I got a dirty 20 for accuracy and then a damage of 12. He starts to say something like, Oh, how'd you get out of that cell? Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> you say that right as you ram the fork right up into his, uh, the base of his head right under his chin and he grabs at his chin. Did you, the fork stuck in there pretty good. So now you've mm-hmm. lost that fork. There's also right. an eyeball there. Uh, so he's like, no, that's in my pouch. Oh yeah. You removed the eyeball. Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Bad. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that fork is in there and he grabs his neck and he like tries to like pat at you as he goes down and dies. Just for insult, can I drag his body back into the building and let it burn? Yes. Cool, I'll do that. How many other officers are outside here? There are none at this point. Their building's burning down and there's none. Yeah, because like the one left earlier, maybe he went back to go catch the play or something. uh, And then the (laughs) one was in there. It's like a medium-sized town. So it's like two people working at once is usually what they would do. You would know that. But there's probably like four or five other sheriffs that come and work different shifts. Okay. People are starting to come out of their buildings and like gather around the sheriff torium um, right after this all happens. Cause that, that happens all pretty quick. A crowd is starting to gather around the building. Hi Rosie. Should we run away? Yep. You spot her in the shadows across the street. Yep. Are you guys like leaving town or. I think we've probably ruined our reputation here. Yeah. We've extended our stay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you get a good way out of town, just walking east. I imagine jogging east for a little while, and then once getting a a certain distance away, you go slow to a casual walk. It's nighttime. Before I forget, here's your money. Oh, no, I said you could keep it. The payment for killing the guy was your arm. The payment for killing the girl was 400. Well, if you're sure, I mean, obviously I can't give you... uh half of my arm repairs it's fine okay thanks just promise that if we ever meet again we'll have more fun like this yes and if next time we meet i'll probably be a bit more competent maybe (laughs) well let's see how i killed that guard though yeah so proud of you (laughs) (laughs) can't wait to see you with an actual weapon instead of just a fork i know right 
And just remember, stay away from Shuttleby. Okay. And I start heading off on the path towards Shuttleby. <laughs> Which is directly west, pretty much. So you're heading back towards the town you just left. Fine. Hi-ho, Silver, and away I go. And the camera pans up into the stars above Tarquin as he walks east. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna head on out on the road to the next wherever that will take me. One step closer to having a fully functional body again. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, badasses. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for reaching out to us on social media, sharing the podcast, leaving reviews. Here's a couple of reviews that were left on Apple Podcasts. The first one was way back in March from Zentarts. This group of very unique vault hunters provide constant entertainment as they move around Geohold causing havoc. The production quality of this Bunkers and Badasses podcast is very well edited. Every episode is seamless, focusing on the story and cutting out any times that there might not be too much going on. I've enjoyed it a lot so far and can't wait to see if Good Boy finally gets the ability to cast magic on his foes. Hey, me too. Much like Matthew in real life, he'll see something shiny and go for it and get distracted and forget about the magic, but I promise eventually we'll get back to it. The other one was from last week from King Washtech. In a sea of actual plays that are all the same, this one stands out. The theme is original and entertaining, and the players take it just seriously enough not to be stale. But don't get so silly that they become annoying. A really good mix. Thank you. We are trying to capture that Borderlands magic that we love so much, and I hope that we are. We're not taking ourselves too seriously, but we've also got a story to tell. So if you want to leave us a review, I will happily read it out here. If you want to give us feedback about what we can do better, please email me or reach out to me on our social medias. We're at FF Adventure Co. on all of the social media platforms, or you can email me at ffadventureco at gmail.com. You can help us out by rating the podcast, reviewing it, and just sharing it with your friends, sharing it on your social media. That would mean the world to us. You may have noticed some awesome music on here, so I want to give a shout out to Char13, or but that 13 is in Roman numerals, like Red 13. And they did that song just for that scene, which I am so excited. It sounded so good. So thank you, Char. Go check them out on Twitter, Char13, but the 13 is Roman numerals. You can see a lot of their music, and there is going to be more of their music in the podcast in the future, as well as in the past, because I'm going to go back and touch up old episodes with music. The piratey tune and the kind of chill music and the music in the jail, that is from Kyle, as well as our theme, Vault Hunter. That's all Kyle. And then some of the other music is just me throwing together some loops on GarageBand. Way less exciting, but you can go check out Kyle's music at Mecha Mac Music on SoundCloud or on YouTube. There's another podcast, Roleplay Rejects, and they're doing a run of Bunkers and Badasses over there. And I liked it so much that I reached out to them, asked if they wanted to do a crossover. They said yes. We planned it out. We just recorded the first session, and wow, it was so much fun. So part one is going to be on our podcast. Part two will be on their podcast. Part one should be coming out next week, which will be earlier than usual. So it's kind of like a bonus episode, but it continues right after going through the portal after the episode before this one. And it will be quite a bit longer than the normal episode because there's a lot more people. Part one will come out on our podcast, September 20th. Part two will be on their podcast, Roleplay Rejects. 
the 25th. And their episode that comes out on September 18th will be the episode that sets up the crossover from their view. And on the note of other Bunkers and Badasses podcasts, there is Bad Assets, which is run by Ian Moss, our very own Drake Wilson, also the lead designer of Bunkers and Badasses. He is fantastic at leading the game. His cast is amazing. They're running through the Assault on Dragon Keep, so you can go check that out wherever you podcast. I forgot to have my brother introduce himself. He played Rosie. So thank you, Roman, for playing Rosie. This was recorded seven months ago. We all kind of had a free day and we just decided let's try and record a episode. And I could throw this in when I need some time to do a little bit of planning or fall behind on editing. So here we are. All right, that's it, badasses. When life gives you a nat one, make yourself a dice nade. camera pans up into the stars above Tarquin as he walks east towards Stevenville. No, there's nothing. As he walks east towards the horizon. Into the unknown.